in today's society, even as sexualized as our society is, I think that the percentage of couples that are really honestly having deep, serious conversations about their sexual health is extremely low. And the only reason I say that is because mm-hmm. they think they have to live up to what they see mm-hmm. in porn and they think they have to live up to what they see on you know, Instagram and they're thinking more so about trying to measure up to what's going on outside of their own bedroom instead of thinking about like, okay, well, what are we going to do yeah. in our bedroom? So yeah. I think that it's a very misconception that and, and I'm saying like even in households where they say they have sex a lot. I don't think they're actually talking about their sexual needs. That's they're good. not actually having that, yeah. a conversation yeah. about their sexual needs. So you haven't said that. Like when I think about social media now and I think about everything that's out there, I, I, I so agree with that, that we're missing conversations. Like social media has gotten us to a place Man. where we are not talking. We're mm-hmm. just looking at a few words, some pictures and a few comments. Like we're not having um, deep conversations. No. Everything's on the surface. Yeah. So it's like people begin to think, well, if you don't look like this, well, then there's right. no other yeah. con- there, there can be no connection between us. I mean, yeah. you have to be attracted to the person in some aspect to be sexual with them, right? Oh, yeah. But yeah. at the same time, it's like you don't have to go out here and get double Ds and plump up your lips and no. plump up your ass and right. do all that because right. that person may have liked your personality. Yeah. And now they're like... Everybody want everybody's looking at you and they want to have sex with you now. Mm. I don't want to be with somebody like that. You know, it can turn that person off when they loved you for who you were. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Or just that we've become so like instant gratification mm-hmm. that we don't even take the time to build on a conversation with somebody, build a relationship. Even the relationships nowadays seem instant and mm-hmm. disposable because they made it that way with all these apps they created. It's like if you Tenders. don't work out, I can find somebody else. Real right. quick, okay, swipe right. left, swipe left. Swipe, so you, know. you never get a chance to kind of work on and build something with well, somebody what? like on a deeper level no, and having a deeper because connection. What happens is they see one flaw they don't like, boom, boom. on wow. to the next. Like you're not going to find somebody flawless. Everybody's going to have issues. Right. There's going to be underlying things, but you have to get get past the surface level to see if you really have a connection with that person. But if I can go back real fast, um, Marlon, and talk about you know when we asked the question, you know what was the last when was the last time you cried? Yeah. When you talked about your relationship, like, but didn't going through things in relationships like for the long haul, like we're building on something, even if we hit a rough patch mm-hmm. somewhere, yeah. doesn't that help for us to connect and vibe and figure thousand, out some things? A thousand percent like, more. I just don't think this generation, and it's the thing, I'm in my 30s, right? Yeah. And my grandmother was my mother figure in my life because my my biological, my, my parents separated when I was six months years old. My dad was military, she was military, so then mm-hmm. I didn't get to see my mother very much because they were all, we were always moving their stuff or whatever, right? So my motherly aspect of like growing up what came from my grandmother my grandmother was married to my grandpa and they've been together forever and I would see them argue you know be mad at each other for two days then come back together and talk it out and be good be good like you know what I'm saying or when it came to dealing with like relationships and women or stuff like that like you know I got that old school mentality or knowledge from my from my looking at my grandmother and my grandpa because I couldn't really see that with my father because my father was divorced. He's been married and divorced like three times. Like, you know what I mean? So when I look at relationships and I get in relationships, if I really like somebody, I don't 
look at jumping ship. I look at how do we fix the hole. Whereas I feel like a lot of people in today's society, it's just like if there's one hole in this ship, I need to go find a bigger, better one and mm-hmm. and, and, and deal with it. And, and it's going to be better and it's going to fix everything. And I think that a lot of people don't understand that. Like when you look at all these people on social media that have all these great relationships, they have their issues, too. But the reason why the relationship is so great is because they fixed the holes. They didn't go find a new car. They didn't go find a just because the rim fell off of this one. They figured out how to fix it. Right. Right. So in that situation, I feel like even for me and my relationship, it made us that much more closer because it was like we're growing together as two human beings. And it's just it, and it's making that bond even more special because it's like now I know you on such a more deeper, yes. intricate level yes. beyond everything else you know what i mean so so I then feel, real quick if i can jump in and please forgive me i do that no, from no, time no, no, to time. No, but then doesn't that even make the sex even better because it you, does you, right because you one you cleared a hurdle yeah. and you understood how you did that and now you can reflect on that and now you trust a little but bit the intimacy deeper right? is so much better right right that's right yeah yeah no it makes right. the intimacy so much better because it's like i i really feel like we're too like are the same we're like it's not like two people anymore we're like a pod it's like mm. we're like we're like a, a unit it's like you know what i mean it's like yeah. one comes with the other type so yeah so it's like yeah even even just simple stuff like just sitting on a couch and cuddling and watching a a a, a, a show is is to a certain extent just like i'm not saying euphoric but it's just it just feels right and mm. good. It gives life and energy to like both of us because it's just cuddling. Just because yeah. we're that, I feel like we're that close or we're that intertwined in each other's just spiritually, like mentally, like goal or in, we're invested. Your emotions, your well being, everything. Your, yeah, you know, trying to be happy with some person. Now you're invested yeah. in trying to get to that happiness. So then, if you were to have a conversation about uh, sex toys, let's right. bring something into mm-hmm. our relationship. Not- it wouldn't even be an issue. It would like I don't right. even think he would even bat an eye. Or right. if he came to me and said like I want to try this, I would be like, all right, cool. Like, do we need? To, like, yeah, go but then I think people need to also understand with that. It's not like you you got to know the person that you're with and know how to approach the conversation, right? That is I true. mean, you can't just come in here all crass and be like, presentation well, yeah, is key. It, it really <laughs> is. It really is. You got to know your audience, like with anything. Yeah, right, you got to right, know right. your partner to the right. point where you know I don't think he's gonna be filling this today right. so i'll catch him on another day you know, thursday, right, after right, thursday three, after, after 3 yeah, p.m after he didn't <laughs> had his whatever you right, he, right. that thing is because you like he usually softer around yeah, that time let, so i'm gonna hit him up you know let me get a uh, let me get him a red velvet bunk cake real <laughs> quick oh my God. Yeah, yeah. then we're gonna have yeah, the conversation, we'll have the yeah, conversation yeah. But that's, that's what he used to that's what he used to do to me he would get me uh a red he, velvet no 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 oh. he'd make me mexican uh he'd make me mexican coffee in the morning it's like anytime he wanted to like because like I, in the beginning of our relationship, I was kind of like, I was I was depressed, but I was kind of like in a little bit of a rut. So yeah. like on the weekends and stuff, I just kind of wanted to stay home and not really do much. Whereas he's like, I want to be out. I want to do this. Yeah. I want to do that. Right. So what he would start doing is, is I'd be like, what are we doing tomorrow? He's like, oh, I don't know. Like, I think we might plan a few things. Nothing too crazy. And, and I'm like, okay. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, I kind of want to stay home. She's like, he's like, well, I'm going to make some Mexican coffee and we'll have some Mexican coffee and then we'll figure things out. I'm like, oh yeah, Mexican coffee. Hell yeah. <laughs> So I that's love, your I thing, it. right? And so right. he knows that's your thing. So he'll and give it's me gonna, some yeah. coffee. I'll he get the caffeine in me. And he'll be like, <laughs> all right, let's go do this. And yes. I'm like, 
Oh, he got my ass. <laughs> Let's go. But honestly, that's the way you're supposed to be with a partner. If you've been with someone a year, you've been with someone for 10 years. Let's say, let's you know, um, how long have you guys been together? Shit, three. Three years. Going on four. So there is a lot of deeper things that you understand about your partner now, right? Oh, so yeah. then you kind of know when that his mindset is at a place where I can introduce this. Oh, yeah. We can yeah, talk yeah. about this because you know your partner you've understood you've been through some things you know his highs his lows you know his Mm -hmm. soft spots when it's time to make him happy when it's time to just bring some things up on him yeah yeah, yeah. because that's what relationships are you should be studying and knowing your partner Mm -hmm. seriously though yeah yeah i mean if it's important to you if if it's important to you you should and it doesn't have to just be one person i mean y'all should Feel free to go on the website together and look at it and figure out. Hey, yeah. you look at this. I like that oh, idea. Yeah, right, Let's do yeah. that. Can we get some couples on SeductiveWhispers.com <laughs> right. looking at it together? Right. Tell me that de- experience. Deciding really. on seriously. Yeah, together. tell me how that goes because I want to know because if I'm going to because I'm still up and coming, still growing. I definitely want to have more products um, for the LBGT community because um, I just don't feel like it's a, it's a lot. Like I really. If you talk about my audience, I really just I love that community. Can I tell y'all something real fast? And I mm-hmm. hope I'm not offending anybody when I say this. Like I love that community because again, being you, mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. And secretly, it helps me to be me because I I know you could be you. Then I'm like, well, I can stand. I was in just room. telling somebody yeah. this yesterday. Yeah. I was telling my friend. I'm like. Yeah, people don't realize that it's so hard to be a gay person. You know, uh, of course it's gotten easier, right? Because mm-hmm. the acceptance and whatever. But it's the looks you get, especially if you're transgender, especially yeah. if you're, um, you know, a lot of them are female and they want to be male. So mm-hmm. they may, you know, dress like a male, but you can still they see have female features on them mm-hmm. because they're trying to suppress it. But they still get stares. You know, yeah. people, the uh, gay guys that are femme mm-hmm. and they go out there in the world, they get ridiculed by people, by straight men. They look at them, they make fun of them. And it's like. I'm stronger than you because at the end of the day, I decided to be yes. my authentic self. Yes. I love knowing I, yes. I, I love was going to get knowing Absolutely. this was going to happen. It, it comes with the territory. And I'm not saying that I'm better than anyone right. or we're not better than anyone, but we are stronger in that aspect because we're not scared to be who we are. Right. And so I, I have my sister has a friend who is transgender, um, a male um, to a woman. And I'm friends with her, too. Um, now, um, it's been a, a, a few years, probably actually a couple of decades now, to be honest with you. But every time I see her, see her or on Facebook, social media or talk to her, whatever, mm-hmm. I feel like I just I can stand strong in who I am even more. I really do. Like, I don't know if she knows that she inspires me secretly. Yeah. She does. You know, that tells me I get to be who I am. I think it either inspires you or for some people, it scares them that you can be your authentic self. And there because that person that that secretly hates you or hates yeah. you to your face. They're battling with something that they can't do that's or deep. be. Yeah, right? that's deep. Yeah, I believe. I believe everybody. I believe. Look, majority of hate is 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 I projected insecurity. It's, Agreed. Yeah. Absolutely. I am not comfortable with something going on in my life, and the fact that you have something that either I see or perceive or relate in some way, shape, or form. 
of you being confident in having it and I don't have it, I have to hate on it. Wow. Because yeah. because it's like if I can't have it, you can't have it. Yeah. Misery like loves company. Cause like so for you, right? Like yeah. you're so confident in who you are, whether it's your sexuality, your spirituality, your your belief system, whatever the case may be, that when you see somebody with a different or maybe even an opposing belief system, mm-hmm. you don't take it as I gotta tear them down. You Absolutely take it as not. okay, I have one now I can I have even more to see I have more proof that what I'm doing fits me. Yes. And yes. I, and, and that's where yes. it stays. Right. Yes. But if you're insecure, like if you're, don't think you're attractive and you see another person out there that feels like they're attractive and they're confident and they put that energy out there that they feel they're attractive, then what are you going to say? You're like, oh, you're too cocky. Mm-hmm. You're arrogant. Mm-hmm. You think you're so pretty. And it's just like, okay, they have something that you, you wish you had, but it's like, you have to find that for yourself. Right. Their attractiveness doesn't come from, from. Or well, it's, not gonna, people, it's not going to steal from anything that you got you're going doing, on. No, no. Like, you just find your own attractive. You just find your own. It's something about you that's right. attractive. You just right. haven't taken the time right. to notice it. Or a transgender person ain't taking nothing away from my nothing. life. Nothing. Actually, I'm looking to say, hey, damn. Again, I just get to be more of me. More I you. love that you're shining and you're okay with that because it really is telling me I get to do it too. Yep. I get to do it too. So whenever I go out there, honestly, this is a true story. Whenever I go out there and I feel like, you know, cause sometimes we get comfortable in how we live our lives or how we, how we dress. Anytime that I feel like I want to make a bold statement, I do think about transgender people because again, Man. it just inspires me to say, yes, I can stand in who I want mm-hmm. to be Period. at any given moment. Absolutely. Period. And not, and, and not have to be apologetic and about not it. have to be apologetic for it. And <clears throat> it's a celebration to me. It really, is. It really is. It really is because, and it just says everybody in this world, I don't care who you are, were created for you to be specifically you. Again, we, we going back to you know, God, source, universe, source, whatever, whatever you want to yeah. call it. There were no accidents. There were none. Zero. Okay? So, can I request an upgrade? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> God, right. source, universe. Dear can God we can we talk there. about a few things? Right. I, mean, I, I got some suggestions. I got some suggestions. Stomach? Did you really have to? He's talking about why well, right. I sent you down there with a slim, tight stomach and you stuffed it to death with all. You know what? That is so true. Oh my God! Because when you came out, you was a baby. It was nothing about you that was imperfect, right? right? So, right. Uh, no, that's user uh, error. Right. User <laughs> error. That, that's input. That's oh, input oh, error. Oh, yeah. uh, got me to right, this right. body. No. Right, right, right. Can I, can I get a do over? Can, can we restart? Right. But no, I've always struggled with the fact that, um, you know, I feel I, I have uh, struggled with my weight and stuff. And that has led me to believe that I can't be a sexual person with anyone. You know, it makes me uncomfortable and, and I get insecure about it. And it's funny because being that way shut me off to a whole lot of different things, experiences, whatever. And um Getting older, I'm just like, you know what? I need to, if I don't really like this, I need to do something about it. But also, why am I going to let myself miss out on something Mm -hmm. just because I feel the way that I do? Let me just learn to accept who I am, love myself, and figure it out from there. But what's funny is all these people that I've dated in the past have come to me and I'm like, how did I even date this person? <laughs> I mean, they're like super attractive people yeah. that, and they're like drawn to me. And I'm like, why are you drawn to me? And it's like, 
you know, I had to accept that part yeah. of myself. So that, you know, for talking me about too, that, because like, to be honest, I can, I'm, I'm, I, I'm sure somebody is saying she sounds really confident, right? Mm-hmm. But I have insecurities too. So don't get it twisted. I have a lot and it does um, have affect me dating mm-hmm. because um, I'm not at the weight that I want to be. I have a stomach, you know, and I don't have a butt for a black girl. No, what the fuck? Now, if, I, <laughs> if there is anything I'm going to talk to God about, God, are you listening? It's oh, me, me yes. it's me, Margaret again. That's the word. <laughs> yeah, <I> Did you <laughs> read that? <laughs> it's me, Margaret again. Let me ask you guys. When you oh worked this out that I would choose this life, did you really get my clearance on that I would have no ass as a black woman? Like, did you really We think- talked about that though, just right now. It's user error. <laughs> no, he no. said you didn't do them squats, I said. Right, 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 right. But damn, you could have gave me something to work with. Uh, but no. anyway, okay, God, I love you still. <laughs> um, but no, I do have a lot of insecurity mm-hmm. as it relates to dating. I'm a very confident, strong woman, but, but I do. It makes you realize, like, w- when I was having sex and, and and I wasn't comfortable with my weight, but that person was, like, enjoying it. <laughs> no, let me, let, me tell you what, it, right? let me tell you what it was. I had, there was a, a, a point in my life, like, I was not this um, aware of who I was, you know, back in my 30s. I was confident, but I think it was a false sense of uh, confidence at that time because my sexuality was so prevalent, like, it was so <clears> strong. <throat> my weight didn't bother me so much at that time. Mm-hmm. You couldn't tell me I wasn't the shit back in my 30s you know, even having a little bit of weight. So my sexual confidence was always there because you could not make me believe who I was sexually. Mm-hmm. You couldn't tell me shit. Right. Now that is cocky. And I absolutely, I was at that time from a sexual standpoint, if you can understand no, that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. As yeah. soon as I, that, yeah. that first time that I, I had sex with someone, they, like it was like they came they kept coming back and they're like <laughs> yeah. you're good at this and then I'm right. like the next person you're like you're good at this yeah. and I'm like hey am I good at sex <laughs> and, and I don't know honestly I, I knew that I was you couldn't tell me shit you couldn't tell me that I wasn't you know so and that was that uh part of me that I said I told go sit your ass down and because we got some things to do because I'm older now and I'm trying to go somewhere I'm trying to build an empire so go sit your ass down because you'll get us in trouble because that's your focus like we can't lead with that anymore we're older now and we're trying to you know get somewhere and again like I said I didn't know how to balance the two two. so for me it was I told my sexuality to go sit down because now I'm working I'm about money I'm about business I'm about doing these things and then I got to a certain place like, yeah, you you made it. You live in it now. Yeah. You know, like, okay, you got the house, you got the nice, you know, luxury car, you're doing some things. But I ain't having sex. <laughs> well, I, ain't getting <laughs> I got all this shit. Oh, no sex. Yeah, no right. sex. Like, Somebody fucked up input error again. On, right. <laughs> input error. Come on, there's like, a virus. <laughs> <laughs> right. oh, so really it was like, okay, so you got the sexual side of you. Mm-hmm. How do you incorporate it again, but not get lost in it? Mm -hmm. And that is a balance. It really is. And that's once you become aware of that, you got to ask yourself a whole lot of questions, a lot of questions, a lot of questions to get clear, to dig deep, to know what place you're operating from at any given time and to understand that, okay, if I'm a sexual being, I want sex. 
I want great sex. How do I incorporate that with my spirituality and me being the stronger mm-hmm. person and more aware person of who I am? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it wasn't an overnight thing because in a I, lot of a personal accountability. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like a lot of people cannot cross this road of personal accountability. Uh, Gary V, you know who that is? Mm-mm. So Gary V, he's like a big motivational person. Like he kind of just, he helps entrepreneurs, okay. right? But he said one thing that I was like, it really just changed the way my perspective was on a lot of things. And, and it really kind of like made me have to have some personal accountability for a lot of things that did or didn't happen in my own life. And he was like, you're going to, you're going to, he was talking to a kid and he was talking about, the kid was talking about how his parents weren't supporting his business and how his parents just wanted him to go to school, get a job. And he was like, I'm doing all these other good things, but they're not supporting it. I don't feel like they love me. And he was like, he's like, you're going to get older. And he's like, you're going to look back. And he's, he's like, you're going to be able to look at things. And he's going to say, your parents are going to be at fault for a lot of things that went wrong in your life. He's like, but you're always going to be responsible for the outcome. And like when he said that, like it made me so aware of like the personal accountability part of like when you had to tell yourself, like, I got to put this this sexuality on hold. That's personal accountability. Right. But then Mm -hmm. to bring it back in and say, like, well, how am I now going to balance all these new goals and these new feelings? I feel like that is such a high level of your own self personal accountability that like 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 like. A lot of people in entrepreneurship or a lot of people just in life in general don't ever get to. And it's just like it's so rewarding. It's so rewarding when you can really just look at some things and stop pointing a finger at other at other stuff and accepting that they may be at fault. They may be at fault. They wronged me or that wasn't my fault. But let me take some personal accountability and like next time. I can do it this way or next time I see this so I can avoid this or next time, even though this person may try to do it again, I'm going to have X, Y, Z ready to go. So it doesn't affect me. Yes, sir. But that personal accountability to check yourself and not have that crutch to always be able to say like, oh, well, this person did this or oh, well, that person didn't do this or oh, I didn't have that or oh, well, it would have been different if I could have got this. You right. You're absolutely right. But your goal and your own personal like actions are going to be what gets you there, not what everybody else doing. Like that, like for me, is like hearing that from you is just like you're going to be I just feel like you're going to be successful. Like you're going to be like it's going to happen because it's like for you to be that in tune with yourself. It's like nobody can stop you. Wow. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. nobody's because it's not it's not in there. Yeah. It's not in their hands. You. Right. Because you know what's coming, but, but you're still you ready. Hearing it from you in that perspective means a lot to me because I didn't know that that's what I was doing at the time that I just really started to do this self-awareness thing and, yeah. and get on this spiritual journey is what I call it. And I didn't even call myself to the spiritual journey. God yeah. did. And it was one of the first things was is stop living on my emotions. Mm-hmm. Right. So that means stop your emotional about sex you can't answer everything with fucking sex right like every time you get mad you can't go have sex or you can't go shopping because I used to do that too um (laughs) no we just we just talked about addiction and I have a shopping addiction so that's what that that's a trigger okay. I mean, I'm not pointing any yeah. fingers or anything <laughs> I'm triggered but shopping seems to be a common issue Ooh, in this room let me look at this website right but real quick it oh, was just yeah. accountability altogether mm-hmm. because um 
when I got on this journey, I, I, I don't want to get too deep into that, but it was like God woke me up one night and was like, boom, we doing this, right? Um, and nothing was going, nothing bad was going on in my life. And a lot of people think that, that something must have happened to get you to this place. Mm-hmm. No, I was living a good life. Yeah. I was with, you know, Tierra, uh, dad at that time. Mm-hmm. Like we had a family and we was doing our thing. We went on vacation. We yeah. had money. We didn't have, you know, I didn't have to want for anything. But when God calls you, you ain't nothing you could do about it. You know, and it, it, it just is what it is. It. Right. It. And so what happened was just honestly, just taking accountability for every single thing I did, even if somebody did something fucked up to me. Mm-hmm. What was my role in it? Yep. What can I take from this? And that person has nothing to do with where I'm trying to go in life, Period. really. Mm-hmm. And if I want to go somewhere in life, and that's what people need to understand, especially if you're going to start entrepreneurship. A big entrepreneurship. That shit is everybody's going to wrong you. Everybody's going to wrong you. Everybody is going to wrong you, and you're going to end up, you know, there are people going to take advantage of you. I spend way too much money on listening to somebody say they could do this for me and they could do that for me, mm-hmm. and it didn't happen it didn't that happen. way. It didn't happen that way. But if I had looked at that and been mad at that, person that was that is not going to get me where i need to be right mm-hmm. i'm just going to be stuck mm-hmm. mad mad for victimized, victimized. And it's like, i can't get this done because of this person or i can't get it because this happened absolutely it's like yes it happened but you can still get it done you just now now you got to find a different you got to do it yourself I mean, or do it yourself it's, and what it's I, your it's just like the whole you know if, if i may be saying this wrong but the whole thing i know we some people you know say um benjamin franklin didn't really create the light bulb but creating energy <laughs> okay. creating the light bulb like it's a hundred ways to do it wrong, right? Right. You can either look at that hundred ways that you did it wrong, or you can say, but the next time is going to be better than those hundreds that I fell. So whenever somebody came to me and it happened in the beginning quite a lot, and you helped me to understand, Ambrose, some things about social media, um, people saying that they would do this for you and they would do that for you and always looking for a hundred dollars here, two hundred dollars there. I fell into that trap in the beginning. It's quick. Oh man, I'm thinking, I don't know. I was kind of, you know, (laughs) naive to how all the social media, uh, uh, promotion works and things mm-hmm. like that. And so I did get taken, you know, advantage, advantage of. of a couple of times, but I didn't blame or get stuck in there. I just said, damn, thank God I have the money. Right. Right. And now, you know, and you now learn I, now I know. because some people spend their whole, you know, life savings and put it into the business and, you know, person may run away with their money yeah. or whatever the case Ugh. may be. And I've known people, know personally some people that, you know, one of my friends, he came out with an underwear uh, design. He was going to have his own underwear line and he bought, oh my God, like 2,000 pairs of underwear. He had an inheritance and he used it for that. The man took all his 2,000 boxes of underwear and said, I'm going to put these on website. We're going to take pictures of them with models and then took off with this product. Never heard from him again. Wow. Wow. So my ownership. Never. Right. If that had happened to me, I'm not saying that I would have been pissed about about it. 2,000 underwear do you know that's, that's yeah, a that's pretty a, penny yeah, it, it, really it was is. like everything so basically he had nothing anymore and that's what people need to realize if you want to build a business if you want to build it from the ground up why I, I mean me putting together Sky Squids yes I had Marlon's input but at the same time it's like I'm not going to let anybody else come in here and tell me what to do with my business or try to take control of my business. Because at the end of the day, you're not going to take credit for it. Right. You're not going to take my ideas and run with Mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. So you have to kind of like you have to do that work. You have to stay up late. You have to um, miss hanging out with friends, miss seeing family, uh, 
spend your weekends working on your stuff instead of going out wake and daydreaming. Wake up earlier in the morning because for me, yeah. I'm a morning person. I had to wake up extra Ugh. early. I can't, I'm not a person that could work late into the night, mm-hmm. but I can work up. I do sometimes work, uh, wake up if I can talk four or five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> like I can do that. So you got to figure out again. What what, your, where, there is something wrong with y'all. Why? What? That I just cannot. What? Four or five in the morning, waking up to like that. Oh, I, I don't hate wake it. up. I, I hate <laughs> it. I do my stuff at night. Like okay. I, you I know, our it. last podcast yeah. that came out, I was up till two a.m. editing and putting it on and making the social media. That way, when I wake up in the morning, I can bam put the social. So media. that you know that about you that you mm-hmm. can work, work into the night. night. For me, I cannot do that. I'm a I night owl. Wake, no, I can wake up that early in the morning and mm. get some things done. But I'm not a night no. owl. No, I'm a morning I'm a person. Night owl. So yeah, but I'm not. Got, I'm not in a position aware. to be one. Yeah, right now, like I'm still doing. I'm doing early mornings like you. Like yeah. I'm up super early and yeah. I hate it. But I like. If I think I'm. I'm, a, oh, I'm my I want to be night, night in the morning. Give me, you really? know, again. Oh yeah, I'm my most creative at night. Can, can I? Can I say it for me? And again, yeah. it goes back to uh, your, my, your own. Yeah, yeah, my yeah, yeah, relationship yeah. with God, my source, gets me up in the morning and gets me ideas first thing in the morning Mm -hmm. and that's why my meditation is so crucial for me because once i clear my mind i know god is just going to be filling me with stuff giving you all the good stuff giving me all the good stuff first thing in the morning yeah sometimes it used to be a point where i used to i don't do it anymore i probably should do it but i used to go to sleep with a notebook on my nightstand because i would uh god wake up in a minute yeah so i feel like i'm more i'm more i'm very uh what does they call it i'm a um I think I'm like high functioning anxiety, right? So for me, it works a whole lot better. I get more creative at night because if I've gone through a whole day and I feel productive, then I can relax, right? So like if I go through a whole day and it gets to like, let's say 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night and I can say like, all right, I, I hustled good today. I did, I, I did, I did good yeah. today, right? Then my, I feel like, that's when I can relax and the and let, the and let everything kind of come, come off and then mm-hmm. the creativity comes in. So then I'll I could be up till well like when I first started doing music I could be up till three four five in the morning working on one song or a beat or writing lyrics or just you know whatever the case may be because I felt like okay I I guess was responsible I handled mm-hmm. my stuff today so yeah. now I can put this time into being creative whereas like waking up in the morning I'm instantly thinking like okay I gotta get this done I gotta be here I gotta talk to this person I gotta text this person back I gotta get to the gym I gotta work so it's like there's no as soon as I wake up it's like there's no space in that time frame for me to even like have a creative space Thank you guys for listening to Sky Squids. It's your boy, Black Zeus Fit. Thank you for listening to part three. Please continue listening. Part four is up next.